You are listening to the Lima Community Church Podcast. The following was recorded at Lima Community Church of the Nazarene in Lima, Ohio. What a tremendous morning we've had, huh? Wow. Just tremendous, tremendous. Well, um, when Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount, and incidentally, it was Jesus that gave it. About a third of Americans think it has something to do with baseball, but it doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, it's true. Um, in Matthew's recounting of the Sermon on the Mount, he records Jesus using a literary device that goes like this. You've heard that it was said, but I say to you. And what's behind that is um, he's speaking to the masses which are illiterate. And all they know about the law of God is what the scribes and the Pharisees teach them. And so Jesus is trying to set the record straight. You've heard that it was said, but I say to you, he does this six times, like, uh, you've heard that it was said, do not murder, but I say to you, anyone who's angry with his brother, you've heard that it was said, do not commit adultery, but I say to you, anyone who looks lustfully, you've heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I say to you, right, six times. Well, Luke's gospel uh, doesn't, doesn't record these devices, but, but the message is the same. Luke goes right into the essence that Jesus is trying to correct. Let's look at it. Uh, Luke 6, 27. But to you who are listening, I say, love, and the word he uses there for that is uh, the strongest word for love. It's love that goes the distance. It loves that goes to the mat. It's love that will not quit. Love your enemies. Do good to those who detest you, hate you, detest you. Bless. The word he uses there is eulogy. It's, it's the same word, you know, when we go to a funeral and someone is going to say a good word about the dearly departed. Eulogy. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you or insult you or abuse you. It's interesting, he begins by saying, love your enemies. What's interesting is he doesn't tell us to like them. You know, there's a difference between loving and liking, right? We're, we're to love them, irrespective if we like them or not. We're told to love them, and that would mean that we treat them as if we did like them. We're told to do good for those who detest us. Who does that? Who does good to those who detest you? I'll tell you who. Those who are serious about following Jesus. We're gonna look at some really tough things Jesus said today. We are called to speak well when we're cursed 
when we're slandered. And we're called to pray for those who insult us, for those who abuse us. And my guess is we might be the only one that is praying for them. Years ago, my first cousin uh, was not a believer, and that's mild. She was very antagonistic uh, as it related to anything that smacked of the church or the gospel. We would be at her house and have a meal, and I would hold hands with my little family to pray, and she would get up and leave the table. And uh, just very antagonistic. A few years later, she came to our home, and she said to me, she said, uh, Doug, she said, do you know anything about this program called Alpha? I said, yeah. She said, what do you think of it? I said, I think it's great. She said, well, you know, I do too. She said, I've been going to Alpha. I said, really? She said, yeah. And then she said, and I gave my heart to the Lord. <laughs> now, I should tell you that while I was really angry with her that she would get up and leave, the Lord really rebuked me and said, you know, your anger really isn't accomplishing much. Why don't you pray for her? And I began to. Debbie began to. And we thought we might be the only ones that are praying for her. And the next time we saw her, she had given her life to the Lord. Two years later, she died. She's in heaven today. And um, because of Alpha, because of the prayers of ours and I'm sure others as well. What Jesus is initiating here is a new kind of kingdom. It's often called the upside down kingdom right? Because this is upside down. This is not how we operate. But it's how the followers of Christ operate. Love for enemies. Good deeds when we're hated. Blessings when we are cursed. Prayers for those who torment us. Upside down. Not easy words. But Jesus doesn't call us to ease. He calls us to follow him. He continues, if someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. That's hard. Who does that? Those who are serious about following Jesus. Jesus here clearly articulates the principle of non-retaliation. He says, in essence, allow yourself to be abused. He says, in essence, allow your valuables to be ransacked. Clearly, this is upside down kingdom stuff. And they're Jesus' words, not ours. And then the next verse is one you know. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The golden rule, right? 
which if it is followed, would uh, mean we don't need very many other rules. Clearly, Jesus is teaching us that when we follow him and when we live in his kingdom, we live differently. We live upside down. And the first shall be last, and the, the greatest will be the one who serves the most. And then Jesus, I love this, he asks some rhetorical questions. Verse 32, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Big deal, he says. Even sinners love those who love them. Our treatment of others cannot depend on how they treat us. Any more than God's treatment of us is based upon our actions. Now, this might come as a surprise to you. <laughs> but God's love for you and God's love for me is in spite of us. He doesn't love us because we're lovable. And some people think this. Well, I'm entitled to God's love because I'm basically good. Those people over there are not. Farthest thing from the truth. His love is detached from our performance. And now that we are members of his kingdom, those who have asked Jesus Christ to forgive sin and, and take over their lives, and if that's not you, I hope it will be you soon, maybe today. We're called to love this way. We're called to live this way. To love when it's not expected. After all, Paul tells us that those who are in Christ are new creations. The old has gone, the new has come. We're not to be governed by the actions of others. Your actions should not dictate to me what my actions should be of you. Our lives are now to be governed by a new principle. And it's this principle we will talk about this month. And we'll talk about Christmas some too, but I want to talk about this. The principle of love. Our lives are to be governed by a new principle of love. Jesus said, by this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Jesus continues in verse 33. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. I grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. At a time when Youngstown, Ohio was uh, pretty rough. It was a mafia town. Had the largest mafia presence from, from uh, Pittsburgh to, to Chicago. It wasn't uncommon to open the paper and see that you know, somebody went out to start their car and they got blown up and landed in the next county. It wasn't uncommon to see five guys shot to death on the porch as, as drive-bys happen. There's a community there, um, a suburb of Youngstown, that has a very large church. And it's where some of the... Uh, Mafia brass live. 
And they donated all the money for the new church. And they donated the money for all the children to attend this special school. And any time there was a need, they met it. And they were loved. And they were protected. If you would say to them, you know, they're responsible for this, 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 killings and drugs and prostitution. They would say, yeah, but he's so good to us. And in our natural selves, that's how we love. We love those and we are good to those who are good to us. And Jesus says, so? That's like falling off a log, he says. Even sinners do that. But I want you to love those who aren't lovable. He continues, verse 34. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment... What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. Our actions are to go beyond the anticipated response of others. About six years ago, I lent somebody 400 bucks. About a year ago, I decided... Never mind, I gave it to you. Because <laughs> I wasn't getting it back, right? I might as well call it what it is. I gave it to you. She said, well, thanks. I was going to repay you. I said, okay, I gave it to you. <laughs> Not that that was some big thing six years later. Our actions are to, to go beyond what other people anticipate. Verse 35, but love your enemies. Again, that word there is agape. Agape your enemies. Do good to them and lend, lend to them without expecting to get anything back. This is unheard of. This goes completely against the grain of what the scribes and the Pharisees were teaching. They taught that, that you were to love your neighbor, which meant Jews, and hate your enemy, which meant Gentiles. Furthermore, they taught that God is honored by your mistreatment of Gentiles. One of their sayings was, Gentiles are only good to be um, fuel for the fire of hell. He said, but that's not you. If you're going to call yourself by my name, if you're going to be a member of this kingdom, it's going to be different. And this is challenging. It's especially challenging today. Because in the last year and a half, two years, we've been through some really tough stuff. And people have gotten a little squirrely, haven't they? I've counseled people. I've talked with people who have got a son or a daughter that they love. But because they, you fill in the blank, got vaxxed or didn't get vaxxed, wear a mask or don't wear a mask, voted for this or voted for that, communication's gone. You think, what's up with that? This isn't who we are. Love your enemies, Jesus says. 
Do good to your enemies, Jesus says. Lend to them without expecting anything back, Jesus says. It's who we are. Is it easy? Of course not. Do we mess up? Of course. That's who we are to be. And hopefully, we're doing more of this and looking more like this next year this time than we do now. And better the next year after that than we do now. Because here's what Jesus says. You do these things, then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High. Because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Here's the payoff. In doing these things, loving our enemies and doing good to people who hurt us and saying only good things to those who malign us. How do you say good things when someone maligns you? How do you do that? You say, well, you know what? Their diction's good, right? (laughs) But in doing these things, we are seen as being members of a new kingdom. We become chips off of his block. Because this is how God loves us. We've just read the autobiographic detail of how God loves us. He is kind to the ungrateful. I, I don't know about you, but I'm ungrateful at times. Now, I have one child out of four who is unbelievably grateful. Now, they all are. I've got four great kids. But one of them, man, when you give this one something, they say, wow, thanks, Dad. I can't believe you did that. And they go on and on and on. So you give them something else. And they say, wow. I mean, I am so tempted to give this one so much more than the others. I am. Because it feels so good to be appreciated like that, right? But our Father in heaven is kind. He's kind to the ungrateful. He's kind to the wicked. You remember the scripture that says, it's your kindness, Lord, that leads us to repentance. He is kind. Now, there's this stereotypic notion of God that He's some cosmic killjoy with a blackboard writing down tally marks every time you sin. And he says, I'm going to fry them, right? When we laugh. But some people think that. Some people fear that. Maybe not to that characterization, a little extreme. But fear him. And so, God is looking for people who are renewed by his forgiveness 
and enter into communion with him and his family and enter into a community of believers doing life together. That loves like he loves. That blesses like he blesses. That doesn't return insult for insult, but rather blessing for insult. And he closes this passage with this wonderful verse. Be merciful, just as your father is merciful. Now that word mercy, merciful appears twice in the New Testament. You know what it means? It means merciful. <laughs> it means that. He is the God of mercy. And he's patient. And he's kind. And he doesn't return insult for insult. Jesus demonstrated turning the other cheek. In Matthew's gospel, the fifth chapter, when some of this is, is given, it, it closes it by saying, be perfect as God is perfect. And some people get all messed up about that. And you think, how can we be perfect like God? Well, one of the definitions in the Greek for perfect is finished. To be brought to completion or be brought to a finished product. What, what he's saying here in context is how you treat people matters. And as you treat people as your father treats you, it is merciful. It is perfect. When it's all said and done, life is relationships. Everything else is detail. Life is relationships. Everything else is detail. We have been called to be part of a new kingdom, the kingdom of God. Some would call it an upside down kingdom and I think that's apt because surely it is upside down to love your enemies to bless those who curse you, to do good to those who insult you and malign you and abuse you. That's upside down. But that's how he loves you and me. And he's asked us to do the same. There's a compliment here. And it's this, he thinks you can do it. My Father in heaven, I pray as we study this month about this unique way in which we are to respond to one another, that you'll do some wonderful things in our hearts. You'll mold us fashion us more and more in the image of our Savior, Jesus. Help us to love as we have been loved, to bless as we have been blessed, to do good as we have been, as we have had you do good things for us, to be kind 
to the ungrateful and the wicked, as are you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information about our church, visit limacommunitychurch.com.